I think it's about time as women, you know, especially being a woman in a male-dominated work field, is that, do you know what? You know, you need to recognize that things are different, you know, and that we have a place in, the, in this industry too. And welcome to another episode of The Wake Up Stories. I'm your host, Andrea DeMille. And today we are welcome with Natalie Miles. She's the designer and project manager for Wardley Homes in the great state of Utah. And I know typically we talk about a lot of different biases when it comes to race. But today we're going to talk about biases when it comes to our gender, specifically women's roles. And so I'm so excited to have Natalie with us because we met at this amazing event in Southern Utah and what she did and what her team did is mind blowing. It's up and I'm going to let her tell everything. Um, so we're just going to get right into it. Um, how we met was the, the grand opening open house for this project, uh, Parade of Homes Home called the house that she built. And, um, I'm not going to take any spoilers as much as I love to keep talking. I'm going to let Natalie tell you all about it. So Natalie, tell us about how you got involved with the house. First of all, tell us what it is, the house that she built, and how you got involved. All right. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to share the space with you and share my story, my experiences. So thank you so much for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Yeah. The house that she built. Oh, my gosh. Such an incredible project that I was able to be a part of. About three years ago, I heard about this group in Utah called Professional Women in Building. Okay. And when I found out about that, I was like, whoa, there's other girls that do what I do? Because working in construction, I am such a lone wolf. Like, I hardly ever see any other females on the job sites. It's very, very rare that I see other women on the job sites. And so when I found out there was this a group of women getting together to network and and do whatnot. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm in. So uh, I joined this group, Professional Women in Building, and they're part of um, Home Builders Association, which I've been a member of for several years. So Professional Women in Building is a national organization, but we just started our our chapter. Utah is a brand new chapter. So um, a fresh chapter. Um, the founders of our chapter were kind of sitting around of trying to discuss what is our purpose? What do we want to do with our chapter? Because this is all, this is our volunteer. This is our free time, our give back to the community type of group. And so it was thrown out there that they'd like to get involved with the educational system and, and going to career days and, and letting kids know that there's really awesome careers in construction and specifically for girls um, because there's not a lot. There's not a lot of girls in construction at all. In fact, we only make up 3% of the workforce in construction nas nationally. So that's, that's huge. There's right. a huge opportunity for, for women there. And so that was kind of the goal was to get into schools. And and then we kind of thought about, um, wouldn't it be cool if we had a scholarship fund that we could offer girls to be able to pursue construction? And at this round table, I wasn't a part of this group yet, but it was being discussed at this round table about, about how do we raise this money for, for a scholarship? Okay. And it was thrown out like, oh, you guys should build a house all by girls and the girls were kind of like thinking about it the brains were kind of spinning a little bit like I think we can do that you know 
and it was kind of it was kind of came back with the oh no you guys can't really do that can right, you right. and so we're like yeah we can do that watches things for the challenge right. we're gonna do that and so that snowballed into us building a house all by women and it's called the house that she built okay so it's so mind-blowing that <clears throat> one the concept comes from how can we give a scholarship right to to other young mm -hmm. women yeah um so they can make a space in this construction industry that is heavily male dominated i mean that's an understatement it is male dominated absolutely but it's even more mind-blowing that everything about the house um from the architectural design to the layout to um and i'm not a home builder but you know like the plans the 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 uh, electrical the plumbing right and then yeah. the, and then the sheetrock yeah. and then you've got carpeting and painting and the roofing and then once it's all pretty and ready to go then we need to stage it like every ounce of this house was all done by women yeah. right there's there's a lot and when we when we took this on we were like, yeah, I think we know people. We can figure this out. But yeah. we ran into that. Do you know what? There are some rules that they're just not women in. Right. And so we we relied on women-owned companies. If we couldn't find a female to do it, okay. we would look for a women-owned company. Okay. And last resort, we would look for, if we couldn't find a women-owned company or women to do it, then we would ask our male counterparts to come and work on the house, but show us how to do it so we can work alongside with them and awesome. learn a new skill. And I love that. I love that because a lot of people would hear what we're saying and call us, you know, oh, that's reverse sexism. But I love how you put that in there. Like, hey, if we didn't know, yeah, we would bring in a guy and like, will teach us how to do this so that we can do it. That's yeah. all, it's all about empowering and, yeah. you know, passing down the reins. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. We, we're not doing this to say that women can do it better right. or that we're better at something than our male counterparts. Like we love our male counterparts. Absolutely. There's some incredible builders and great talent out there, you know, so we, we really appreciate the support that they gave us in that capacity to be able to do that. Right. But we ended up about, I think around 92, 93% of this home labor wise yeah. was all female. That's amazing. And Come to find out that it has never been done in the nation ever. I just got chills. And I was just like, <laughs> we're like, how? This is 2020 when we broke ground, 2021. Right. How has there never been a home built by females? Right. Like, why Why are we the first? Like, yeah. it's, it's kind of ridiculous, don't you think? It is kind of ridiculous. Um, and, and I feel like... 2021 has been the year of things that we're learning that why hasn't this been done or why hasn't this been said or why hasn't that been taught right and so along those same lines will you share with us um you know what are some of those sexist biases that maybe you've personally experienced that helps you to create want to create a space for young women you know to kind of break down those barriers so that they don't they can overcome some of the challenges that you've had to overcome in this construction space yeah absolutely i grew up in construction and so I've always had that opportunity to have hands-on for my dad to teach me how to do something or to buy me a tool. And when I went through school, I mean, the things that that applied to me, I wanted to go to shop class. I wanted to build things. But the problem is, is that for females, females in the education system are driven 
a different direction. Right. They want the girls to go into education, into healthcare, into cosmetology. Right. The boys get the more of the hands-on. They're the mechanics. They're the they're the contractors. They're electricians. You know the other things. You know. So I think at a very young age, there's that that bias is already is already instilled upon us. You know, look at look at the toys that we give our kids. Like girls are given dolls, Barbies, things to play house with. Mm-hmm. You know, and boys are given construction blocks, trucks, you know, and so from a very young age, we're kind of pushing a direction of where our career and where, where we feel comfortable right. doing something, you know, and for me, I had this one experience a few years ago, I needed a new socket set for my tools, mm-hmm. and I'm well aware of what sockets are, I know my way around a hardware store very well, you know, but I was in there, I think it was around Father's Day or something like that, and they had like all the gift sets around, I was kind of just browsing, taking my time, looking around, and one of the employees there, he came up to me, and he goes, can I help you find anything? And I didn't need the help, but mm-hmm. he would ask, and I says, oh, I just need a, I need a socket set. And he looked at me, he goes, there are those shiny things over there. Oh. Oh, yeah. So rude. I was like, I was like, excuse me? Oh, my gosh. I go, the shiny things? And he's like, yeah, they're over there. Oh, my heart. I was so (laughs) offended because I was like, I know what a socket set is. You're going to tell me there's shiny things? Okay, but even if you didn't, so even if someone like me who, girl, I don't know anything about tools. Yeah. Like, I I know how to work a hammer, you know, and trust me, I'll figure it out. Um, You know, I'm an army spouse. I know what it's like when my husband's deployed and I just handle it. And to break down that barrier too, like even with roles, like you were saying, even within our relationship, I'm the one who cuts the grass. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who shovels the driveway. And that's also because I enjoy it. You know, yeah. so when yeah. I've had to learn how to fix the lawnmower or, you know, handle things like that. Okay. But even if you don't know, <laughs> that is so rude. It is that so is rude. That is awful customer service. Let's just start there. <laughs> that know. is some shitty customer service. I, <laughs> I turned around. What I did, I turned around. I walked out the door. I went to a different hardware store. Yeah. Bought my socket set. And I did not go to that store for Ever four again. years. Oh, okay. For four years, yeah. I didn't go. But my my socket set that I did buy, mm-hmm. I wrote I wrote on it with a sharpie because you write on your tools with a yeah. sharpie. Everybody knows they're yours. I wrote Nat's shiny things. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the power back. Yeah. I love it, and I I love what you touched on also in terms of with with our kids and um and gender roles, and especially in today's world when. You know, we have a lot of kids who were born one way and identify as another in terms of their sexual preference um, and orientation and their and their gender. And it, it is important to be mindful that as adults, how we react, what we say, the toys we give to kids, how we guide the youth of a day of today, it's important that we're careful to just let them choose rather than steering them one way or another. And I think that's one of the ways that we can help to try to dispel some of these, um, you know, sexual biases, right? Or gender roles that we can dispel them. Um, Like my boys love to help me bake in the kitchen. I can't stand it. Because I can't stand kids and or anybody in my kitchen. Like I will cook for you all day, but get out of my kitchen. Right. You know, but they love to bake and decorate and you know, and they yeah. also like their guns and be in the mud and play G.I. Joe and they're very aggressive 
little youngins. Um, but I've got like, I have a little cousin who he does love dolls and all things fairy and princess. And they recently went to Disney world and he was dressed in, um, what's her name from that frozen Elsa, Elsa. He was Elsa. I love that. It's beautiful. (laughs) Right. And I think it's important that we just let people choose what they want, even at a young age, rather than steering. Cause yeah, we, you and I are about the same age, but we still did grow up in the world of, you know, when you're sitting down and looking at your extracurriculars in high school, they, oh, well, you want to take home ec, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should take this class or, you know, and yeah. the boy, like you said, yeah. the boys would take shop. And I think it's important that as we're in those roles, just to let people choose, you know, what they want and which way they want to go. So I wanted to circle back to the industry. Now that you guys have done this groundbreaking thing, like, oh my gosh, I don't even have words for it. Movement uh, project, you know, <laughs> we shattered the glass. You ceiling. literally shattered the glass ceiling. We did. How do you see it maybe um, impacting the industry in terms of women's roles in construction? We built this incredible physical platform for women in construction. And like, I am so proud of what we did here in Utah because not we're not only are we being watched by people here locally in Utah and everybody in Utah are loving what we're doing here but nationally we have people across the nation being like hey ladies you got your blinders on thinking that you're only helping you know people in Utah like right. like where are you going to take this nationally where are you going to take yes. this from here yeah you know and so it's so huge this impact that we're able to make right now because right. not only are we gonna make a bunch of money off of this house because it was all nonprofit. our materials were donated almost everybody volunteered to work on this job and so we're using the proceeds from this house to create our scholarship fund so we're gonna have all this money locally right. to change lives for girls in utah absolutely that's huge and, and here's the thing that i love about that also natalie is it's generational right mm-hmm. like what y'all are doing Yes, it's going to impact another young woman, but then that's going to impact her family and her family and his family and so on and so on. And it's just, you know, I like to say the pebble in the pond, like the ripples that are coming from this effect is just crazy. And we need that because a lot of times on a subconscious levels, we get treated differently just because of our gender. So... I recently yeah. totaled my car and I had to go oh. car shopping for a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, but about two weeks before the accident, I we were kind of looking at a new truck anyway, the new electric F-150. Nice. So we go to the dealership to put down a deposit and see what we need to do next. Well, the salesman, and we, we brought two of our five kids with us. The salesman comes in, sits down, turns the computer towards my husband sits over there next to my husband and only talks to him oh about gosh. the loan. And I was like, did this just happen? Or is this 1950? Do you not see me sitting here? <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. he, he, he put the kids on my side of the table, like, you know, cause he said, Hey, you guys can sit here. You can sit there. Gave my kids snacks as if I'm the babysitter and only spoke to my husband. And I was highly impressed that my, my husband noticed because yeah. he said, Hey, Drea, do you want to come sit over here? And I just sat back. I was like, nope, I'm good. And and now that I look back, I should have taken the time to kind of, in a very nice way, kind of called that guy out, yeah. bust his balls a little. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, even in little yeah. interactions like that, where you don't realize, hey, 
we are in this together. We both work. We're both yeah. putting our money in. We share cooking every week. It's split down the middle. Yeah. Everything in our house is split down the yeah. middle. How does he? How does he know that you're not the money maker? Right. In in the household. Right. You know, maybe your husband is a stay at home dad. Like, right. Like, there, there's a lot of that. I have friends in those roles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think that we've lived in the society where it's about like the nuclear family mm-hmm. you know there's a mom there's a dad right. you have your children dad goes to work mom does this you know yeah. and i think that there's so many of us over you know this last generation or two that are starting to break down that wall and those expectations of what we are you know like maybe there's a dad and a dad maybe right. there's a mom and a mom maybe right. you know the roles are reversed you know and i think it's about time as women you know especially being a woman in a male-dominated work field is that do you know what you know you need to recognize that things are different right. you know and that we have a place in the in this industry too you right. know and it's like no i'm not i'm not gonna go and sit around with my shiny things and tinker around in my house like mm-hmm. I, I know what i'm doing and and i deserve respect in the in the workspace absolutely you know and so what we're doing with this platform and actually we're working on creating kind of a guidebook for what we did in utah because there's organizations, there's different professional women in building councils all across the United States that want to do the same thing. And so if they can duplicate this in all of their states, and there's a house that she built in all these states, and they have the same opportunity to create a platform in their own area and be able to provide those scholarship funds for more girls, I mean, that's pretty uh, that's pretty ethic. huge, yeah, you know, that we ethic. can be able to do that. Absolutely. And like, we would love nothing more than to mentor other women so that they can be successful in, in, in the same kind of project that we did. Right. I love yeah. that. And so I also want you to bring up, cause as you say, uh, you know, to mentor other women, it does also start young as we, as we were discussing previously. Yeah. Um, so you guys have now have a children's book out. We have a children's book. Yeah. Tell us about that? that, sis. Yeah. So, um, we have a woman, um, Molly, she's with group two and she created our logo and a kind of our look and everything. And she was inspired to write a book based off what we were doing, the house that she built. And so she wrote a children's book. It is so adorable. And it shows every step of this process of building a house from the plans to the excavator to the plumber and the electrician and, and everybody. And it shows women in these roles. And it's a picture book. I love it. And it is so incredible because this will be used as an educational tool across the nation. Imagine all these elementary schools with the books in their classroom at a very young age where little girls can see right. them doing something that they didn't know that they could do. They thought that was not possible for them. I just got chills Ew. again. Yeah. It's, yeah, because it's just as important. Like what you said should be bottled up across all demographics. It's just as important for young girls to see themselves in various roles that they can grow into, just like it is important for people of color, little little brown kids, mm-hmm. to see themselves in all various roles, to see black yeah. and brown doctors, Asian doctors, right? To see yeah. a black, you know, woman president now, yeah. right? Because yeah. when when children and young girls can see themselves, that helps to subconsciously plant positive inclusive seeds into their minds that drive positive feelings that lead them to make decisions that are just more inclusively and and they it doesn't put a cap on where they can go and what they can do yeah it's beautiful yeah 
So yeah. on that note, Natalie, will you leave us with one tip? What's something that we can do to probably like help bridge the gap in some of those gender role biases and stereotypes? If there's one thing that our audience can take away from this amazing project that y'all have done, what would that be? I think that we need to support each other. And not only when it just comes to, to males, uh, I think in male-dominated fields, I think absolutely a male needs to support new women hires and women in that workforce, make sure that they have a buddy, make sure that they know that that their boss and the people around them have their back and that it won't be tolerated if there's any sexual innuendo or harassment or anything that's directed to a woman, which happens a lot in male-dominated right. fields. And yeah. that's why a lot of women don't enter that because there's that fear and there's that lack of support that they're going to be backed up, you know? Um, but I think that goes with, with our, our female counterparts, too. I think sometimes women can be their, their own worst enemies against each other, too. And I think it's so beautiful when women can support other women, Yeah, you know? And just, I think just giving that support to each other and raise everybody up and support each other, you know? It's like, like you did an awesome job on that bill. Like, damn, girl, yeah. you get it, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it's so, I think just having support, I think supporting each other is just such a beautiful thing, and, and I think that's how we succeed, and that's how we help other people succeed, too, is that we give them that support that they need to be able to accomplish their goals and to become that person that, that they can be. Hey, I absolutely love that. And all I can visualize is, y'all, don't be the crab in the bucket. Right. <laughs> no matter what your gender, don't be the crab in the freaking bucket, okay? Yeah. Get yeah. on the other side of the bucket, get down in the trenches, put your hand down there and help lift one another up, Exactly. Right? There's room for everybody out there. Yes. So why don't we just open it up and make room for everybody and just support everybody and what they're doing, what their goals are and you know, there's nothing more beautiful than watching people succeed. I love that. I love that you said make room for everybody. I think that's a beautiful note to end up on. So guys, thank you so much for joining us. And this has been a beautiful show today with Natalie Miles. We are so honored to have her here, share her perspective on women's roles in construction, but also just in gender roles as a whole, um, to hear this a great story. Hey, will you tell us where can they find you and where can we find that cute little book, The House That She Built? So The House That She Built book is you can buy it on Amazon right now. Okay. It's available on pre-order. So go to Amazon and look up the house that she built. And you can find more about professional women in building and the house that she built at utahpwb.com. Okay, thank you so much. Guys, again, thanks for joining us. Um, if you're looking help for any diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings or speakings, you know where to find me at thewakeupstories.com. Join us in our Facebook group, The Wake Up Stories, to continue this conversation. And until next time, we'll see you later. Make it a great day, y'all.